Hey, you hear that? That's what home field sounds like. It's how you know it's time to go for the win. Gambet DC is your home field advantage for sports betting. Bet from almost anywhere in DC with an easy to use app and convenient betting locations district wide. Online, in app, or in person. Get the home field advantage with Gambet DC. Must be 18 or older to bet. Please play responsibly. Well there, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is John Seymour, Lee, serial entrepreneur here, coming at you tonight, uh, January 16th, starting off the series actually uh, tonight on Sunday uh, instead of um, our Saturday. So this is going to just be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for this series. Uh, for those of you that are new, uh, welcome. Each week um, I come up with a very interesting topic and I address different points of that topic each night in my live stream. If you are um, coming back, well, welcome back. It's great to have our old friends back again. And, you know, um, why don't you go ahead and give me some love, whether you're on uh, Facebook, Facebook, John C. Morley, Serial Entrepreneur page, whether you're on my LinkedIn profile page, whether you're on John C. Morley, Serial Entrepreneur YouTube page, whether you're on my John C. Morley, Serial Entrepreneur uh, Twitter, Twitch, or Periscope page, uh, show me some love, uh, depending on, on what love those platforms have uh, by clicking the appropriate button. Subscribe, like, support, insight, curious. Uh, be so grateful for that. And, you know, friends, tonight we're going to talk about how do you deal or handle a liar? Now, <laughs> that, that's an interesting thing, right? So first of all, before I get started, why don't you comment below have you ever known someone that's lied to you and it's made your position, well, a little bit challenging? Or have you lied maybe to someone else and realized that you really shouldn't have done that, but you just couldn't stop? It was like this habit. Either way, just comment below. would be so grateful for you to do that. But before I get started, as I said, I would like to first give you guys the definition of what a liar is, all right? Um, now, you're probably saying to me, John, you know, that that's kind of crazy. Well, no, it's not. Uh, so we're going to give you the definition from Merriam-Webster, and this is the definition right from their book about what, um, what a liar is. And so, um, you know, when we think about a liar, uh, a lot of bells maybe go off in our head, right? Uh, somebody who fabricates, uh, a fabulist, a fibber, a prevaricator, a storyteller. Okay, right? It's a person who tells lies. Okay, so why don't we look up this word? Because I know this is a little confusing. John, what is a lie? What's a lie? Okay. Um, so lie or lies uh, is basically um, something that is untrue. Okay. And so you're not telling the truth. And when we think about this, um, a position or a situation where you're actually presenting another point 
than what the point should actually be. Um, lies are something that some people say it's okay to tell a white lie. We'll get into that a little bit later. But what I want you to understand is that people lie for a couple reasons. One, oh, I guess they're uh, trying to save face because they did something that they they they, they don't want to um, uh, admit that they didn't do. Um, they lie because they want to get accepted. They lie for affection. They lie for appreciation, approval, attention. Okay. These are just some of the reasons people lie. Um, people lie basically for protection, personal gain, and those little white lies. So we have like three types, right? Now, when we think about a lie, okay, the first thing that comes to mind is why is the person lying? Usually the person is lying because they're trying to impress upon you something. Maybe um, they park outside this building and it's a very lavish building, but they don't live in such a nice building or a home. And when somebody asks, do you live here? And you say, yes, kind of lied. You have lied. We lie to significant others, partners, spouses, because maybe when we lie, we feel that we're not going to get in trouble. You know, they're going to be happy with us. Uh, they're going to trust us. So lying will appear to build trust for the moment, but then it will be like this major tower that's built and it will become to a point where it crashes down. You see, the lie may help you for a day, a week, a month, maybe no longer. But pretty soon, that lie you told, you need to tell another lie to keep that lie. And then that lie has another lie, and then that lie has another lie. So here's the real big problem with lying, is it becomes a bookkeeper's nightmare. <laughs> Because maybe you said something like, um, oh, where did you go last night? Oh, I was home. Okay, you were home. Now, a little bit later, somebody else comes over and asks you, oh, yeah, how was the game last night? Oh, I really didn't see it. I was actually out at the bar. And then the person that you told a lie to walks in it says, what do you mean you were at the bar? You, you said you were home. I was. I, I went to the bar because I had to pick up something because we were out and then I came back home. So you quick, you like covered yourself on that, right? But sometimes it's not that easy. And people become what I call professional liars. Yeah. Is that a word? Yes, it is. Professional liars. What the heck is a professional liar? Well... How do I put this nicely? Um, it's someone who's able to make up a story and tell it in such a very creative way to just add these false details to make listeners believe it's true, and they get financial or monetary gain from that. 
professional liars are really good because they do this pretty much for a living. Um, they know how and when to lie. They won't lie in certain situations, but the professional liar knows how to lie and they lie big time. They also know when they can't lie. Usually a professional liar doesn't lie about their home life. They lie about things they're doing in their business or they lie about products or services. Uh, for example, maybe they were a, they're a salesperson and they're telling you that this is a great car. And he really knows that the car is not good. Maybe it's a lemon or maybe it's a brand new car and he tells you that it's going to be the best deal. But actually, his boss just told him that they're going to have a sale next week. Is that really lying? Well, the thing of it is this. If somebody asks you, is there going to be a sale and you don't know, that's fine. But now if you do know, you could say something like, oh, Jim, um, to be honest with you, there's going to be a sale coming up. I just am not allowed to tell you when. You see, now you stated that you can't share it, but you told why. As opposed to, I have no idea when there's going to be a sale. All I know is this is the price today. Do you want it? I only have one left. And salespeople do that a lot of times. They say, well, I only have one left. Or, you know, if you don't buy it today, the price is going to go up. Now, in truth of reality, if the price is really going to go up, okay, no problem. If the person's been belaboring you and belaboring you, and you use that as a sales tactic to get them to close, are you professionally lying? The price could go up tomorrow. It should go up. I don't know if it will. Now you come back to them and say the price has gone up. You made the price go up. If you say, look, um, if we don't have your tomorrow, I know I can't hold this price anymore. You're not lying. You're telling them the truth. Why is it then that people have found lying to be like this comfort? Well, I think it kind of brings them into a certain state. Um, a professional liar is a great storyteller. Okay. If a professional liar is caught in the act, they rarely have an alibi to back up their story. And at that time, they usually bail and they move on. These are the kind of people that if they live next door to you and somebody found them out and who they were, they would sell their home and move somewhere else because that would be their whole reputation. I know that sounds crazy, but it's the truth. Some politicians lie. Hmm. So a professional liar shares tales. Um, they basically say that they've received an interesting degree. It's called the BS degree. And people get so amazed. Uh, I'm going to give you an example. There was a... Um, I think it was a YouTube video on that was not too long ago, maybe about six months or a year ago. And what they stated in the video was that you can actually get this device to provide power to the light bulb. And they used like a regular, let's say a light bulb, like 120 uh, uh, volt light bulb. 
uh, was 100 watts or so. And they had a little socket and they had it screwed in. And then they had this little tiny magnet. And they were saying that you can save an electric by just using this little tiny magnet to light that bulb. So they they started to spin the thing around and supposedly the generator was going to actually cause this, this power, right? But it was a little tiny generator. And um, as they started doing it, it started to come on and light up. But what you didn't know was that on the other side of the board, there was actually a wire going to something with a plug and a switch on the floor so that when he started to move those things with his fingers, he just pushed that pedal down slowly. So it started to light and he pushed the way down. It lit up. That's a liar. And they had this video on uh, being an engineer. I'm like, how are they lighting this bulb? This, this like makes no sense. There's no proof that this can work. And so I was watching and watching because I was curious to know how are they doing this? This, this defies everything I've learned in school. And finally, at the end, somebody busts them and said, this is just a gimmick. But he got so many views. Why is it that our public gets involved with something when they hear it's a lie? Or why do lies captivate people? I think it's because it creates an experience that no one's ever done. But when they learn that it's a lie, they're not too happy and then they don't follow anymore. There was um, a video on Facebook not too long ago, and it was this cake. Okay, now I've, I've baked cakes before, and this was an amazing cake. And what they were going to do is it was like, a, I don't know, maybe a six, six layer cake or something like that, or eight layers. And uh, they had this, this funnel they had at the top, kind of like this little cone. And they just started filling this up with different things and different levels, like six, seven, eight layers. And they had like beads, like, like you know, like edible beads and stuff. So we're watching this thing and they put this off. I said, oh, this is great. He says, well, let me tell you what's going to happen. So when I pull this out, all the cake, it's going gonna, it's gonna to evenly glaze all the layers, just like the, the red's going to go to the bottom, the yellow's going to go here. I'm like, oh, this is pretty neat. And you're watching this for like 10 minutes. He's like, oh, this is definitely going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. Okay, let me just, now let's say you pull it up. And finally, he's talking so much that he never, ever does it. And the whole video keeps going and going. And he keeps talking. And, and he never gets to the point where it actually shows you that he does anything. Just that he's about to lift it. So that's somebody that's earning their reputation by lying. I believe the reason they're getting popular is because of what people think is going to happen. They think. But then, you know, you can only fool somebody so many times. And when they find out the truth, right? And you probably heard your friends say this before. You know, when I learn the truth, and if there is something different, there's going to be consequences. Or if I find out that this isn't the correct way, some heads are going to roll. I think people lie professionally when maybe they're living a double life. Uh, they're lying because they're trying to keep up an image. They're lying because the personality 
of who they are is not what they are. Huh. That's interesting. But how do you deal with a liar on a daily basis? Well, it's kind of like dealing with a difficult person or a difficult behavior. People lie because they need to protect themselves in image, right? They also lie sometimes because they lie on autopilot. They don't even know they're lying. Their loved ones come and say, Jimmy, what are you doing? That's not true. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I'm told, I totally forgot. You're lying. Yeah, I, I just do that. And that's terrible. If somebody lies on a repetitive basis, how do you, as a person, know when to trust that person or not? You can't. You don't know if what they're telling you is the truth. You don't know if they'd go behind your back and proverbially stab you. Now you're saying, oh, John, that'll never happen. He's my best friend. Okay, then if he's your best friend, why is he lying to you about things that are really not great for you, that put money in his pocket? We know smoking for many, many years. They lied to us. I never smoked, never will. Uh, I had one of my um, uh, relatives, actually my uh, my my grandfather. Uh, he actually was smoking quite a bit before I was born, and he gave up smoking about two years before I was born. But it was too late. By the time I got to, I think it was the end of second grade, uh, going into third grade, roughly, and I was it was Thanksgiving, and I still remember to this day that I wasn't allowed to go see him upstairs in the hospital. And he gave me a little trinket, which is from a cupcake. He loved chocolate just as much as I do. And um, he gave me that, that little trinket, which was a little turkey. And when I said to my grandmother, uh, I'd like to go see grandpa. And she's like, oh, I don't think that's, you know, that, that's probably a good idea. And then they, they come down with this trinket because I had asked her before she went up. And I said, well, can I go see grandpa to say thank you? She's like, Oh, John, I'm sorry. He left. I said, okay, well, when's he coming back? And they were using all kinds of different things. Like, you know, he went to a farm. And I was like, all right, well, we'll just wait. I'm, I'm sure the farm's not going to be open that long. And again, I'm in third or fourth grade and not quite getting all this. And then I realized what they told me, that he he left the world. He left the world. But the reason I bring this up is that the people that make cigarettes, even the vapes and stuff like that, they lie to people every day because it's putting money in their pocket. There's a lot of people in our world that will tell you one thing, even if that one thing's not good for you. If it's putting money in their pocket or it's giving them an upper hand. Now that sounds crazy. But if you know of a liar, let's let's kind of wrap up here because I want to cover a lot more in the next few days. If you know a liar, okay, or suspect a liar, can you just approach them and say, hey, stop lying? No, they're going to be all uh, accusatory and they're going to attack you when you do that. Don't do that. 
if you suspect somebody is lying, um, you can play the good guy card and say, look, uh, Mike, um, I appreciate you taking time with me and that you're taking the time to tell me the truth. I know a lot of guys wouldn't have the courage to tell me. And one of two things is going to happen. He's either going to tell you the truth or you say, yeah, uh, I, I got to go. Because he knows that he can't say face around you. If someone's lying to you, let's say, um, at work, what do you do? Well, it's not a, a thing about telling people. It'll water there. Um, it's not a tattletale game. But when somebody lies, I think the biggest thing that I always tell people when I have a new uh, new project group that I'm working with, I say, hey, everyone, it is such a pleasure to be with all you and, and meet all these great other talents, which I know are going to be amazing. And I know this year that we're going to work really well together. And that's why I know we're always going to be truthful. Now, it may hurt the other person's feelings, but I think it's more important that we're truthful and that we're tough-skinned and that we work together and know that whatever is being said said isn't personal it's just to make our project better and to help us become better versions of ourselves so what happens then if i get somebody that's lying like uh i assign a project and the next day you know i'll say did you uh did did you uh, work on the project and if they said uh no fine if they said uh, why not I said yes oh okay great uh why don't you bring it and show it to me tomorrow Oh, uh, tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Why don't we go to lunch? Uh, tomorrow's not going to work. Why not? Well, um, and, and you can see they're floundering. My, um, my girlfriend's uh, uh, mom, and they're stuttering, uh, she needs to go to the doctor. O okay, why don't you have um, such and such take or whatever? Well, I can't because uh, she's gone for surgery and we need to wait the whole time for her so we can take her home. So now he's built this whole story. So guess what happens? You being a nice guy decide to send this lady, Darlene, flowers after her surgery. Dear Darlene, um, expressing my uh, deep, warmest wishes that you get better as quick as possible. Uh, I hope you have a great and fast recovery. If there's anything else we can do for you, please reach out, reach out to me, Mike something, the bottle of team. And so you sign it, maybe you put your phone number on it, email. And all of a sudden, she picks up the phone and she calls the other guy and says, um, yeah, a second, can you come over? Yeah, sure. Listen, um, I'm starting to get uh, flowers. Oh, flowers are very nice. Yeah, from different people at your work and people at the church and all around. Oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, they're, asked, they're saying they hope I get better real soon and recover. What are they talking about? Oh, you know, they probably just mean recover from being tired. Oh. 
Well, here's one. I just got another one, a box of chocolates. Oh, from us from that new store. Oh, great to open up. Dear such and such, uh, hope you get better soon. Um, hope the surgery was not very painful. Like, what is she talking about surgery? I don't know. And now if she knows that you lie, it's like, look, what did you tell these people? Well, I might have told them that, uh, you know, see, I was working on this project in the office and I didn't really start it yet. And I kind of told a little white lie that I had to take you for surgery and I had to wait there with you. And so I'd be tied up the next couple of days. The person's going to be really angry because now not only did you lie, but you brought her into your games. See, it's one thing if you lie, which is still not a good thing, by the way. But when your lies encompass another person's life. Now. If that person's playing along, now you've got to deal with your side and you got to deal with their side. And there can be multiple people that can be talking to each of you. And the story is going to have a lot of, lot of different uh, variations because, remember, there is no story. You're making this whole thing up. Most people that lie don't spend hours. Okay, gee. Now, if Mike says this to me or says this to me, now some people do this. But you're never going to be able to come up with every permeable possible uh, combination of things that are said. So this gets back to an interesting point. Why do people lie? Protection. Maybe you lie and say, when you, when you were younger, um, somebody calls you on the phone and says, oh, uh, are you home alone? No, my mom is in the shower or my dad's in the shower. Now, is that considered lying? Yes, it is. But that lie is there to protect yourself, okay? That's a stranger, right? So then is it okay to lie to protect yourself? Well, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call a white lie. If you're not telling the truth, okay, and it's to protect yourself, like your life, that's not a lie that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the lies that cause you to come off as this amazing person when suddenly you're not. Or the lie that comes off that, oh, what'd you do yesterday? Oh, I was actually at such and such children's hospital. I was handling out uh, food with them and talking with the kids. Now, the next thing you know, this lady comes by and says, Oh, you were over there? I said, yes. Oh, uh, when were you there? Uh, yesterday at 3 o'clock. She comes back and says, it's funny. I, I didn't see you. What do you mean? Well, I, I actually am a nurse in over there uh, three days a week. And the day that you came was actually the day, one of the days I work. Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was on the third floor in, in the West Wing. It, it, it's way in the back. She's like, really? She's like, that's exactly where I work. I work in the West Wing in, in, in child special services. So now what does the person do? Do they lie more? Or do you suddenly just leave the situation? 
Or a lot of times people will become abrupt at you because of something they did. So my moral tonight is that liars are out there. And throughout the rest of the week, we're going to learn more about how do you handle a liar? How do you handle a liar when suddenly you put all this faith in this person? How do you get them to not lie again? That's tricky. We're going to learn that. And how do you realize that the person lying is doing something that is disrespectful and not courteous. So when you implicate other people, that's just the number one below the belt. I mean, that that's really bad. Because now you got to manage multiple stories and multiple angles. But when a kid lies and says, you know, his mom's in the shower, dad's in the shower, totally different thing. If you have um, a friend and he asks you, you know, could you come over to help? And you say, I'm busy. Okay. That's lying. You could say to him, if you don't want to share the reason, um, I can't tomorrow. Oh, okay. What are you doing? I'm not sure yet, but I'm, I'm probably going to be busy. But if they poke and they keep poking at you to ask you, what you really should just come around and say, look, um, Mike, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. And I don't want to help you anyway, whether I'm free or not. You see, you feel better. They feel better. And you didn't start this saga of lying. I think lying has a, a quality of drama to it. People always say it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission. But in so doing, you're lying. So if your moral character says it's okay to lie, how far will you go? What will you lie about? And how grand will it get? If there's somebody, um, I knew someone, um, I'm not going to mention their name here to keep them innocent, when I was in college, um, who I was uh, an acquaintance friend with. And in sophomore year, we went to the bookstore. And I was getting my books and stuff. And as I was getting my stuff, I noticed he was on the other side of the store after I was getting my books. And I happened to notice that he had some, there were like some pens and uh, a couple of the things and, and a calculator. And he seemed like he took those things and put them like up his sweater. Um, I didn't say anything. He left. And um, I, I didn't want to approach him. But I just knew that it was time to not be around him, at least at the bookstore. I didn't want to get implicated in anything because I could be blamed for something that I didn't even do. So next time 
I was at the bookstore. He was there. He came by. Hey, John, how are you? I said, I'm great. I said, I'm really busy right now. I got to head to class. I got I, I got I to finish up what I'm doing and get to class, which I did have a class. But I said, let me finish up what I'm doing and get to class. And um, I, I I know that he, he then he caught me another time and he said, John, he said, let, let, let's let, let's go back to the bookstore. And I said, let's not. He says, you know, you're acting awfully funny. And so I came to him and I said, um, I'll, I'll call him Tim. That's not his name, but I'll call him Tim. I said, Tim, um, you have a lot of nerve telling me that I'm acting funny. Yeah, well, you are. Okay. You want to know why I'm acting funny? I'll, I'll share it with you. The other day, when I was in the bookstore, and I was over getting my books downstairs. Well, I actually finished about 10 minutes earlier than I was supposed to. I came upstairs. And as I was coming up the stairs, I saw you in the aisle where you were when I went downstairs. But as I was turning the bend and going to check out, I noticed you took a few things off the shelf and you put them under your sweater. He says, what are you saying? I said, I, I look like you kind of took the stuff, put it under your sweater, and you left the store without paying for it. Well, that's not what happened. Okay. Um, do you have the receipt? No, I don't have the receipt. Okay. Then you left the store with without them. Paying for them. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, 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 I paid for them already. Well, you didn't have a receipt. You just stuck them under your sweater, and then you just left. Uh, yeah, but I, I I paid for them already. Okay. Didn't say a word. He was extremely rude. And um, I was in the bookstore another day, and, and he came back. And as soon as I saw him in the bookstore, I got what I needed and got right out. I didn't want to be anywhere near him. He was um, going to the aisle again to get some more stuff. And they didn't have security cameras or anything like that. And uh, there was a kid that was stocking the shelves. Just, I'm going to say maybe an aisle or two away. But he was pretty tall. And so, you know, he was stacking things on the shelf and whatnot. And uh, he knew this kid, and he always made fun of this kid, called him a dork and everything. And um, the kid always minds his own business. But, you know, he always watched out for the store. He'd been a good worker in the store. And uh, he usually was looking around to see if he could help somebody. But when he saw the other kid there, and he was there for a while, um, he was going to go over to see if he could help him. You know, because look like he needed help. And just as he was about to go over there, he saw him stuffing his pockets with stuff from the shelves. Expensive things. So he didn't approach him. Um, he went to the manager in the store and uh, told the manager, he says, look, he says, uh, I don't know if this is my place or not. I was uh, 
you know, stocking the shelves and aisle, whatever it was. And there's a kid two aisles over and I could see him cause I'm tall. And I noticed that he was um, taking stuff off the shelf. He was putting it in his pocket in his sweater. And um, I was like, yeah. so I said, where is he now? Uh, I think he's uh, he's still in that aisle. Don't worry. He's like, uh, you didn't tell me anything. Okay. So um, the manager uh, gets one of their security people uh, who was actually right next door and just had them by the door. And uh, he was walking out and... Um, he said to him, um, uh, uh, as he's walking out of the store, uh, he said, he's just very nice to me. So he said, you know, have a nice day. He's like, oh, yeah, you too. He's like, um, he, as he said to him, said, excuse me, sir, did you forget something? Forget something? I don't think so, sir. Um, yeah, I think you did. Could you come back here a minute? He's like, I'm really busy. Like, yeah, just take a second. And he comes back to him. And uh, the officer was a little bit uh, clever. He says, you know, he says, uh, he says, I remember uh, this sweater. My um, my brother had one just like it. Really? Yeah. He says, uh, his, I remember that it used to lay flat in the front. Um, yours, yours isn't laying flat. I don't know if it's, if it's kind of wrinkled or something. He's like, no, 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 it's all fine. He's like, he's like yeah, 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 no, it's supposed to lay flat. And he's like, what's this? He says, uh, that's just my stomach. And uh, he says, um, no, 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 no. I said, and uh, I said, I got to get it. He says, you're, he says, sir, you're not going anywhere. He says, well, what do you mean? He says, you're not going anywhere. And uh, he says, you're, you're under a student arrest. He says, student arrest? What the heck are you talking about? And and uh, it was it was a gentleman that uh, um, was, was not white. So he was saying that he was harassing him and, and being prejudiced toward him because he was white. And the other gentleman was black. And um, he put him under under student arrest, which is not a police arrest. It's just a university arrest. And uh, they found about $250, $300 worth of stuff in his sweater. Uh, people coming to our show that are trying to spam us. I must warn you that our moderators are going to block you and put you in a timeout. So please don't bother showing up. We have no room for you here. And so um, he discovered about 250 to $400 worth of stuff there. And he's like, how'd that get there? He's like, I don't know. He's like, six, he's like, he's like, I, he's like you, you didn't pay for it. He says, he says oh, uh, well, you know, I was going to pay for it. I just, I, I was, I was running late. And the manager comes out. And says, uh, we've been watching you. What do you mean? Someone saw you. And, um, she said, um, you're no longer allowed in our bookstore. He's like, well, well, how do I get my books for class? You can come and get your books for class. Pay for them at the register and get out. 
but you're no longer allowed in the store. You can put your order in for the books you want. We'll have them waiting here. You can pay for them and you can leave. If you need to get something from our store, you can tell us what you want. You'll pay for it and you'll leave. But you will no longer be allowed to walk around our store ever again. And that person learned a very interesting lesson. He had been lying about stealing, not just there, but he had done this even when he was younger. So if you lie about something small, you'll lie about something even bigger and something even grander. That's a serious problem. We're going to have a great week together. Please remember to tag your friends, colleagues, and associates. Share it out to everyone you know here on social media. And then go to, yes, uh, YouTube.com. Type in my name, John Space, E Space, M-O-R-L-E-Y, Space Zero Entrepreneur. Look for the key phrase, help keep our content free. And make the choice, ladies and gentlemen, to buy my team and I a cup of coffee. Look for that link for PayPal. We'll be so grateful with those pennies and dollars. We'll invest them into new hardware, new technology, new equipment, new, new staff. And to give you the most jaw-dropping, motivational content that not only is relevant to you, but if you pay attention to it, might just change your life, improve it, or someone else that you know. I'm John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur, and we have so much to talk about this week. Understanding liars and why do they do what they do and how do we deal with them in our lives? Have yourself a wonderful evening, and I will see you guys tomorrow, which is Monday. For those of you that are in the, um, I should say, in the New Jersey area, we are expecting, yes, uh, some interesting weather uh, that's going to be coming up. So uh, if you are at least in the New Jersey area or where I am in the North Jersey area, uh, it's going to be very interesting. Um, it's already started to snow. There's been rain. And uh, they're saying that we're going to get a wintry mix of uh, this rain and snow. And uh, we're going to have some icy conditions tomorrow. So uh, it's definitely going to be fun. And uh, it, it's going to be very, very cold. So I encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to stay warm. Tomorrow, drive safely. I'll be back sometime tomorrow with another great cast on how to deal with liars in your life. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful night.